Hi, this is Mr. Beefy Goodness Vance Nevada, and you are listening to WPOV Global. Hello, wrestling fans. Welcome to another fun, exciting, interesting, insert superlative word here edition of WPOV Global. I am your esteemed host for the evening, the Lone Wolf Andy Anderson, although I'm not so lonely tonight because uh, I have a, a pair of gentlemen. One, the original gentleman, Elio Canella. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great. How's it going? Not too bad. And uh, with us making a special appearance on an off night, taking time out of his ever so busy schedule, is uh, one of the <laughs> founding fathers of the Wrestling POV Podcast Network, our very own Tony Diaz. How are you, sir? I'm spectacularific, if there that's you. even a word. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> it is now. You know what? I learned from you, Andy, because uh, <laughs> you, you have that, uh, what do you call the Andy Riffick? Uh, <laughs> I have all kinds of things. You, that you just... have a lot that I hear on the show, and I just crack up when I hear it. <laughs> so I figured I might as well add to your vocabulary uh, something different. You know what? And it's just adding to all our listeners' vocabulary as well. Yeah. So not all, not only are we entertaining, but we're also educational. Yes, yes. And and we have a shirt that has a list of all the words that yep. uh, have been said on the show. There you go. I think we need to make. Uh, we have to get an extended uh, version of the shirt. I, I think so. Yeah, front and back this time. Front and there you go. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll touch on t-shirts uh, later on in the show. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> it's All right. Let's gonna make an appearance. I don't know. I'm, I'm so far north. I think it's got to be Don North instead of Don West. Because <laughs> man, we're we're freezing our cheeks off up here these days. Nice and warm here in New Mexico. Yeah, I know it is. And every time, every time I scroll through Facebook and I see a Tony Diaz post, I, I, I'm 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 warm yet cold all at the same time. I'm like, look, there's the sun in the clear blue sky. I want right? that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can do half. I can do like the, the clear blue sky and look up, and then you know I can pan down, and then all you just see is white in the snow. The it's like, is, oh, I don't. You know, I don't miss it at all. I don't miss it at all. It was 80 degrees too today, so I'll take that for February. All right. Well, enough of torturing us for of the uh, for those of us ah! that are in Canada or elsewhere, where it is uh, extremely cold, minor cold, cold, mm. cold. You got snow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Before we get on to tonight's episode of uh, AEW Dynamite, we got a little bit of housekeeping to uh, tend to, if you will. Oh. Let's. Uh, you know what? Let's see here. Let me just pull this up. Why don't we go for uh, Elite or Delete? So with Elite or Delete, what we like to do is pick a superstar that's uh, maybe doing all right, maybe not doing all right, kind mm -hmm. of in the midst of a push, maybe not so much. You know, it's kind of questionable. So we kind of like, when we say delete, it's not that we're saying we're going to erase this person from existence, we're going to fire them or, you know, anything remotely um, harsh like that. But just, <laughs> you know, do we do we try to give them an upward, you know, do we kind of give them a thumbs up and say, yeah, I can see some upward movement for this guy. Or uh, it's 
you know, no, he's, he's good where he is, or maybe we should kind of bring him down a bit. So, uh, Elio, catch us up on this week's Elite or Delete, would you please? So this week we have Lance Archer in our Elite or Delete. Nice. Uh, Tony, for you, Elite or Delete, Lance Archer? I say Delete. Delete? delete. Yes, yes. Why I would you say it. Delete. Now, the thing is, I'm a huge Lance Archer fan. I think what AEW did in the beginning with him, I thought it was great. Kind of, like, disappointed for his debut. Um, and then throwing um, uh, Jake the Snake with him, I was like, okay, maybe it's going to work. But just lately, I'm like, that's why, I actually, in a private chat we had, I asked, was he always a, a heel? Has he ever been a, a, a baby face? And you know, just to know that what what he's going through right now, I don't. I, he should have. Uh, he should have been had a, a title shot. Actually, he should have been with the title, in my opinion. That's how much hope I had for him, and I thought he was just like I saw him. How I see Karrion Cross right now, just right. A, a, a beast in the ring that he'll hurt you if he gives you, you know. And they were doing that. They were doing that. I don't know why all of a sudden they were just like, nah. I'm disappointed yeah. more so to even say delete, you know, because yeah. there is, oh my God, there's so much hope for him. I just, I don't see it right now. So would you say your delete then is based more on the way he's being booked and presented versus the actual character or like his work? Yes. yes, 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 okay. yes. The character is awesome. I love the character. Yeah. I love it all. But yeah. it, it just where he's at, how he's being booked is Man, it's it's a missed opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Elio, Elio, what say you? Elite so, or delete? It hurts me to say this, but I have to I go with delete as well because. Really? Um, okay, I like Lance Archer, this murder hawk character, the way they've been poking him. And then lately, and like, I, I don't know if he's a face or a heel now because he, this guy hates everyone. So he, yeah, he it's a little confusing. So, um, yeah, just the way because in NJPW he's a monster. Like yeah. the Murderhawk character, he was one half of the Killer Elite Squad with Davy Boy Smith Jr. And so, yeah, and just the way he's being booked, I'm gonna have to say the leaked. Interesting. Because I, I like the character, I just don't like the way you, the story, the story <laughs> yeah, they're writing for him. All right, yeah. all right. Um, myself, I'm kind of waffling now because. My original thought coming into the show tonight was, well, elite. And listening to you guys, it, it was kind of part of the argument I had going on in my head because <laughs> I agree. I like uh, when he first came on the scene, um, I was happy he was monster heel. I didn't like the way he was presented though. Like, mm -hmm. They were doing that kind of the, all that indie, you know, like the just out back in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, just to me, that wasn't, I, I, I mean, and I don't watch, I haven't watched very much of New Japan, so I wasn't overly familiar with him. So to see him, I'm like, okay, like, dude's big. He's imposing. Yeah. You know, I know he can move. I know he can work. Uh, the, yeah, the, the, the beating up the stiffs like that didn't do anything for me. Um, it was questionable. I mean, you know, we, and we've gone over this through previous episodes, like mm -hmm. the way he was booked to kind of lose to Cody uh, yeah. for the, the TNT title in the tournament there. I think he kind of got, you know, I agree he got lost as a heel, Recently, though, um, I don't mind him as a babyface. You know, and we can say, well, you know, is he a face or a heel? Mm -hmm. To me, it's he was already kind of leaning towards the face side. 
and you know any with today's episode you know we'll get to that as well yeah. uh i i'd like to think there's an opportunity for him there just because there i don't think there's a lot of really big standout faces in AEW right now yeah and when i when i say big standout i mean both you know like literally for, mm-hmm. for the size and just for for the character and and the way they're presented so yeah I think it could work with Lance Archer for sure. But it's just, I think I wanted to see more of the heel, you know, and and to go off of what you were saying in the beginning, you know, when they were first introducing him, I think that was good only because if you never saw Lance Archer before or even heard of him, that was a good introduction for him as being a guy that he'll beat the shit out of everybody. He can take on everybody. You know what I'm saying? So if you saw him before, yeah, that'd probably be like, eh, I didn't like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But for yeah. me, I was like, oh, okay, this is a guy that can really beat the shit out of people. Okay, let me see more, you know? My, my only, my, in general, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. My, my only thing with that was 99% of the time when they showed him beating guys up, they were small guys. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of, you know, it's kind of like that, you know, the old mentality. It's like, okay, well, if you, you know, if your opponent's a piece of crap and you talk about him being a piece of crap and you beat him, it's like, well, you beat a piece of crap. If you lose yeah. to him, you lost a piece of crap. And so to me, just my mindset was, you know, not so much as like, oh, yeah, this guy's kicking the crap out of everybody. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, everybody around here is like a buck oh five or a buck fifty <laughs> and he's whooping everybody. And yeah, you know, maybe if they would have used half the amount of guys and had some, you know, some, I mean, and there's, you know, you see now there's some big guys that are on dark. I mean, maybe they weren't mm-hmm. around when he debuted, but if he had thrown out a few more of those bigger guys, maybe that would have worked a bit more for me. Yeah, but they could have still did that during, you know, in his yep. tenure in AEW. But instead, That's they fair. had him feeding, fight feeding. They had him fighting, you know, little guys. You're right. You're yeah. absolutely right. But they haven't. They could have done that still. But they had. They. Oh my God, Marco's stunt lasted long with him. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's so I get your point, yeah. But yeah. they still, I mean, even after they brought him out, fight him, fight, let him fight these big dudes to show how nasty he is. So yeah, yeah no, I agree with you. That's a great example, and, and to me, that reminds me kind of. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember, and I think Elio, maybe you remember. I brought this up a while back. Uh, I think it was uh, Braun Strowman, and he was talking with uh, the Big Show, and they were talking about the way he was booked, mm-hmm. and it was like there was a match like a house show match or something with him and Sami Zayn uh, back when like Sam was uh, whatever, if he was like a face or heel and uh, he had gotten a decent amount in on, on Braun and Big Show was talking to him afterwards. And he's like, dude, like, why is this happening? Like, well, you're trying to make it a competitive match and this and that. It's like, no, oh, you're you a made, monster. You another episode, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. a monster mm-hmm. on this night. It is not Sami Zayn's night. You know, you should be getting leveled and that's, you know, when you talk Marco Stunt, when you talk a lot of these small guys, that's what should have been happening. He should have been steamrolling every over everybody, so that when he got to these bigger guys, he was still beating them too. Right. But, you know, they're a bit more, you know, a bit more work involved. But the small guys, like, uh, that, I think, I think that's always that's one of the things what's always made Rey Mysterio so good is it you know mm-hmm. the, the way that they've always kind of built him as a small guy, and then with the believability. Whereas now, mm-hmm. like, because he has the credibility with so many of these new guys now. You don't know who they are. So it's like, well, who are you trying to put over? Are you trying to put over Marco Stunt? Are you trying to put over Lance Archer? Exactly. But look at what Daniel Bryan, too, at that one WrestleMania. 
you know? Yep. So, you know. Yeah, and they can do it. So when, it yeah. when it's time to do it, like, you know, exactly. it's the same thing yeah. you know, with Jungle Boy. You know, he's not the biggest guy. And mm-hmm. in the last little while, look what they've done with him. So, yeah. Look, yeah. I, he's so underrated, in my opinion, man. They, I think yep. they are missing out. I think they're starting to wake up. I think they're starting to wake up. Well, I, you know what? I was thinking of that too until what happened. And but when we get into AEW, <laughs> we'll talk about it. I'm All upset. Right. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. We will get to that shortly. Uh, Elio, we had quite a few comments here on a mm-hmm. uh, leader delete. Let's let's pick a couple and uh, kind of throw some so, throw some names out there. What do you what do you right. have? Elio? So Josh Sanders says, I think for AEW he is. Elite. They are using him correctly, and he can wrestle. <laughs> Saying Fair the enough. opposite of what we just said. Just... <laughs> maybe, Joe, maybe. Joe. But you know what? Maybe he'll understand now that we just brought, yeah, brought out those we're points. Saying, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, this is interesting. I'm trying to. Okay, maybe when I read this out loud. So John Santos says, "Delete," because there's nothing more intriguing than a man as dangerous as a man with no alliances. For he has everything to gain and nothing to lose. Hence, he becomes a lone wolf. I thought you were a lone Anderson. wolf. I th- yeah, but if he's saying, <laughs> no, but he doesn't does he... know who you are. What the fuck? <laughs> doesn't he know? John Jeez. Santos, don't you know who I think I am? <laughs> All right, but or once but was <laughs> it once was that was a, that was a lot of hair ago. Uh, <laughs> my only thing is, is like. The explanation he gives sounds think, like it's an elite. I but think he's I understand elite. him. I think I understand where he was coming from. I think he. Okay. I think what if I could if correct me yeah. if I'm wrong, yeah, yeah. but I think what he's trying to say is he likes him as a loner type dude okay. instead of being with somebody. Is that okay. right? That's, that, maybe. I mean, maybe it sounded like that. Yeah, and then Susan Patrick chimed in. She says, "John, hello. Have you forgotten when Corbin first became when first began wrestling? He called himself the Lone Wolf. What? Is there like no love for Andy Anderson? None, Man. none. They didn't even bother putting no. you in that category, and no. I would be upset. I would just, just because I only had a, a half dozen like WWE matches. I guess that doesn't qualify. <laughs> I just... uh, we had several elites." Uh, Gordon gets an elite. Cheryl Davis, elite 100%. Wow. Susan Patrick, definitely elite. Ronald Bedwell, elite. Uh, Bat Johnson, elite. Uh, our, uh, our, our missing co-host this evening, Mr. T. James Logan. <laughs> Elio, you want to take this one? Because that's, that's a lot of uh, writing there, and, and I only have so much breath. I don't want to get blown up reading this. <laughs> So, TJ says, in any other time and maybe even any other company, Lance Archer would be at the top of any car. The Murderhawk character just doesn't work in North America, especially the way it's presented. Maybe in NJPW, but the AEW fans want a more realistic character. He has a tool-sized look, but for Pete's sake, someone writing better material. He should be a total elite, but in this form, Mm -hmm. it's a sad delete. Wow. Now let me ask a question. Going off of what TJ just said, yeah. if if Lance Archer wasn't WWE, would he be the same thing? Or I mean, would they treat him like how they treat? Have they been treating Karrion? He Cross? wasn't WWE. When? Uh, back around two thousand five, two thousand six, uh, oh, they wow. changed they changed his name to Vance Archer. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, that's right. I forgot yeah. about that. 
I forgot. Oh, but this, is, this is 15 years later, though. Yeah. There's a lot more seasoning. and Oh, yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure he found himself after. So. I, I, I yeah. think, uh, I'm talking about how he is right now. Right now, I think, he'd do well. I think he'd do well. I think he'd do well. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, what, and what was our... So, was our, our numbers are... Yeah. 98% went with the elite, well, 2% went wow. with delete. That's incredibly overwhelming. <laughs> I, I don't know. Have we, I don't know that we've ever had an elite or delete or anything that's been like that. Holy like, shit. wow. Like that definitive. <laughs> right? Wow. That's a blowout. Interesting. Well, that's, you know, maybe everybody still has a lot of, uh, a lot of hope for, for Lance Archer and, and, and the AEW. <sighs> I guess. Yeah, yeah. Let's just hope. Because <laughs> there's hope for him. Uh, yeah. All right. Wow. Well, yeah. Lance Archer. Well, we'll see. And again, after tonight's episode, maybe they're. Uh, yeah. Maybe. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> uh, all right. Our other topic before we get into this evening's edition of AEW Dynamite is our hot topic. Uh, Elio, would you mind reading for us what our hot so topic is? So the hot topic is John Moxley defending his IWGP US Championship in the US. Could there be a working relationship between NJPW and AEW? No. No? Why not? Because I think uh, uh, New Japan wants to do something with WWE. Yeah. Yeah. Is that based on the Tama Tonga thing, or do you have a little more than that? It makes you no, no. I think it's because I think they can do better business with WWE than they can with AEW. Because look at this. Put it this way, and, and I'm not knocking AEW. I don't want people thinking that I'm I am. But if you were in their position, who would you do business with? An up and coming uh, company or a company that's already established that's making billions of dollars? Yeah. So, no, that's fair. in a business point of view. That's how you got to look at it. Don't look at it as far as, as what they've been doing or, oh, my God, this is so good. No, no, because they put it this way. AEW, they're bringing in TNA storylines. Right. And I'm sorry to say I'm not a big fan of TNA because they're kind of boring. I don't know. It's my opinion that yep. they are bored. I don't see it. So why would they do business with somebody like that, for one? For two, it's like, I didn't see the ratings go up at all for TNA yeah. Yeah. or or even AEW for that matter. So, I mean, I could be wrong. I don't know. Maybe they're TNA. I, I watched Impact on Tuesday night. I just, I didn't find it interesting at all. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I know they're, they're, they're trying to look at it as to build TNA, I'm assuming. But yeah. if I were new Japan, I would prefer to do business with wwe than than aew i'm sorry you know because then it would take over the wrestling world if that ever happened yeah i tell you that much the aew would be in trouble that's fair that's fair i I do agree with you there elio what are your Um, thoughts on that i'm going to say uh, no no because i can see some more interesting storylines with uh njpw wwe working relationship than with aew aew is just starting up this is like yeah. two years. WWE's already here. They've Forever. been here, so yeah. More, yeah. some more entertaining storylines, definitely. Interesting. All right. Well, I'll play a little bit of devil's advocate here, um, <laughs> and, and just 
in this day and age, I mean, you know, we're seeing more and more where there's rumblings about people, you know, like maybe potentially working together. At the end of the day, to me, I almost think that New Japan is almost too big for WWE to work with. You know, it's, oh. it's, it's one thing where WWE, oh yeah, well, we can do with Evolve or we can do with this and we can add some content. I just wonder if there'd be like a, a, a bit of a power struggle or how much, how much WWE is willing to give up in a partnership with, with somebody as big as New Japan. Yeah. So that that's kind of where, you know, and, and if there's, if, you know, there's been rumblings for a couple of years now about like an NXT Japan. Yeah. So to say you that, know, yeah. does, does that work in favor of a partnership with New Japan or does that work against it because it's like competition or? It's, it, I guess it's all in the, in the writing, right? I mean, yeah. between both, both companies. Yeah, you know so. what I'm saying? Because you know Vince is going to be stubborn, but then again, New Japan is not going to be like, oh, okay, whatever you say, yeah, Vince. whatever you they're say, not, yeah, they're not, they're not. Yeah. You know, they'll easily, they're doing fine. They'll yeah, easily exactly. take their ball and go the other way if they want yeah. to. But I don't. But even if that happened, though, I really don't see New Japan doing anything with AEW. You know, I'm 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 only shocked with this, especially what happened today. Yeah, yeah. but. I think it was more of a Kenny Omega because he's so huge in New Japan and has a working a good working relationship with New Japan that you know he brought in some. I mean, look at the tournament they're having, which I think yeah. is ridiculous. But at the same time, yeah, that's yeah, neither yeah. here or there. Look at the tournament they have in Japan versus the United States. So that's all from Kenny Omega. Yeah, you know? well, not and, and and leaning to that, and that's that's why I think I kind of alluded at the top of the show when we kind of brought up about, you know, like, Oh, well maybe our hot topics kind of playing into things. That's the other reason kind of seeing that uh, is making me think, yeah, there's going to be something there. Maybe they don't really do anything, you know, towards the TNA, like the impact part of this AEW impact triangle. Yeah. Death triangle 2.0 wrestling triangle (laughs) 2.1. But it just seems that if, if, if these are the guys, you know, the, the companies that are more open to working together, where WWE is like, hey, like we got our thing and that's it. So that's why I'm thinking, yeah, maybe AEW uh, and New Japan will end up doing a little more business. So, they might. I mean, they might. Like I said, especially after what happened today. Yeah. But I don't, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's like. We're not the ones behind closed doors to know exactly the details. So it's kind of hard to tell. I mean, uh, Tony Khan is rich. (laughs) So maybe New Japan might see that. I'm like, hmm, we kind of like that money. Uh, But also, so is Vince. Uh, He knows what he's doing. I don't know. That's a tough question. Yeah. And I guess (laughs) time will tell. And that's one of the good things right now where that uncertainty is there. So in a day and age yeah. to me where, you know, we, with the touch of a button, we can know so much if we choose to, mm-hmm. it's the things like this, where it's like, Oh, well, we have to tune in and find out. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, hey, it's I, the I like glory it. of having a podcast, right? <laughs> there <laughs> you go. Reported on everything that we hear. <laughs> Speaking of podcasts and we are on a podcast. We are on the WPOV yes. global podcast podcast while we touch on things like elite or delete and some hot topics our main event our our main source of inspiration for this show is aew dynamite (laughs) and today's aew dynamite and i had to make sure i wrote it down because the last couple weeks i was getting confused with 
with with this and with <laughs> evolution. Uh, nothing to me says Wednesday night wrestling the first week in February where they're wrestling outdoors and most of the people are wearing jackets. Uh, nothing says beach brawl to me <laughs> more than that. No, no beach brawl vibe at all. No, other than uh, you know, other than the set, the the decorations and stuff. Uh, guys were wearing jackets and yeah. coats. Guys were wrestling in shirts that don't always necessarily yeah. wrestle in shirts. Well, didn't they say it was like forty-four or something like that over there? Uh, if if that was the case, and I was over there, I know I'd probably be in my shorts and flip-flops. <laughs> any, any Canadian worth his salt would probably, you know, shorts and flip-flops. So, so oh, yeah. they, maybe they, you know, if we didn't have such whacked quarantine things going on right now, they could have imported a bunch of Canadians. We could have all sat in the crowd. We could have had on right. our beach shirts, our shorts, our flip-flops. We yeah. would have made beach brawl look like, like a beach. A beach. Brawl. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But I digress. Yeah. I mean, the only beach vibe I got, I have to say, was the wedding, maybe. Just nah. that. Nah. You know? But the, was it bamboo they had? Bamboo it looked like it. I don't I Yeah, I'm not even looking forward to getting if, to that if wedding. That, if, there was, <laughs> if that was their attempt at a beach brawl with that, I mean, I kind of think they failed. Because right. even though I think that was the closest thing to it, I mean, yeah. they put two surfboards at the entrance. <laughs> nobody got hit with the surfboards. Nobody, nobody yeah, got their nobody. feet kicked in the sand. Nobody oh. got tipped over on a lifeguard stand. No. Ridiculous. Oh, man, the things I put up with a professional wrestling. <laughs> All right. Speaking of professional wrestling, we, uh, we start off our show with the uh, tag team battle royal to determine the, the new number one contenders for the AEW tag team titles. Uh, we had a lot of teams in there. Um, Tony, what was your take on this match? I was – now, we've been complaining about this for pretty a long time, I guess, about the whole um, rankings and the, the win-loss thing and this and that, but then yet you have a battle royal – to determine who's going to fight the Young Bucks, who was also in this battle royal. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. To add, in, no, it's to add intrigue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's like, oh, my God. I mean, and but then, like, I really wanted to get into this battle royal because of the young talent that was in there. I thought at least the acclaimed or top flight were going to be the last four yeah. or – well, last two teams with maybe Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. I was disappointed. I was I I did the the throw your hands up in the air thing after the you know when it was MJF and Jericho. I'm like, are yeah. you serious? We complain because here's the deal: we complain a lot about WWE doing this shit, and here's AEW doing it. It's like you got talent right there in your face. You were pushing Jungle Boy, who underrated, and even in yeah. this match he shined, and you did this. You did this, really? Oh my god! <laughs> I, I was surprised. I was surprised he was hanging over the apron. I'm like, no, no, don't do. It. And yeah. then when he gets eliminated, I'm like, why? Exactly. Oh, I was so disappointed. I was so just, man. And then when it was Jericho and MJF, I'm like, seriously? Not even Santana Ortiz. They they didn't even yeah. make it towards the end. No, no. 
and, this, and then the story continues to watch. They're gonna, they're gonna make a sweet till revolution for something to happen there. Yeah, I, I was, I was kind of thinking that it, maybe they're gonna get like at least like two of the inner circle teams as like the last yeah. two teams or something like that. That's what I thought too. They're really running with the Sammy Hagar thing. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> again. <laughs> But the thing that's funny is that we complain when WWE does it over and yeah. over and over again, a running yeah. joke or whatever. Now they're starting to do it. So yeah. it's like... That's that's to me, you know, on these shows, that's where a lot of it and I, I you know, and I'll always preface it by saying it's like I'm not trying to pick on AEW and, yeah. and whatever. But the, you know, there's a lot of the diehards that it oh, seems yeah. like, like AEW can do no wrong. Yeah. But it's like no no, it's like it's like you said, a lot of these things they're it's like WWE style, like you're not doing anything different, and, and mm-hmm. chances are they're not doing it as well. Like, I'll even, you know, we, we throw out the Royal Rumble, and uh, there was the spot in the the uh, Roman KO match with the golf cart. Oh yeah, you know? and you yeah. and you hear Kenny Omega telling people like, please stop tweeting, yeah. tweeting me. And, I posted and, that gift to you guys. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, yeah, and MJF saying, oh yeah, you know, if you're gonna copy the homework, at least wait a little bit. And it's like, dude, not only did <sighs> they copy the homework, they did it better. Yes. So maybe this is why you should just shush. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you're not getting any kind of like, heat for this. Like, there's another meme, too, where uh, it was about Sting and Edge, where there's a picture of Sting, and it says, barely walks down the ring each night. And then yeah. AEW fans are saying, this is amazing. And then here comes Edge, who wins the Royal Rumble, lasting through the entire match. And the AEW fanboys will say, this is stupid. Vince loves his part-timers. Yeah. Yeah, all those double standards. <laughs> it's yes, yes, a lot of uh, I don't Elio, was there anything else you wanted to add to the tag? To you know, that's about it. Um, just, um, it's just terrible that they did that in Jungle Boy. I nothing thought he, I, I actually out. thought, sorry, no, I was just saying nothing really stood out. Um, what's uh, one thing, um, Alex Reynolds, uh, John Silver did something, uh, they, I saw the stories, uh, Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Well, wait, I'm trying to remember because I know, like, I, I'm going to have a different spin on this than you guys did, but I'm trying to remember what you're talking. You about. talking about the spot they did when one of them was the out was outside or something? I forget yeah, yeah. Now. Yeah, that one. Yeah. And they were trying to eliminate Luchasaurus, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I thought you, I, I thought you were going <laughs> to at least focus on that one one of the members of Jurassic Express, but yeah. guess not. Yeah. No. All right. Um, you know what? Like I said, I'll, I'll take a bit of a different spin. As far as Battle Royals go and whatnot, obviously it was no Royal Rumble. Uh, <laughs> I, enjoyed, I, I enjoyed it, though, overall. It, it was mm-hmm. fun. I, you know, I don't, to me, I don't see a lot of tag team Battle Royals. And normally when they happen, it seems like it's when one partner is eliminated, the team is eliminated. Yeah. yeah. So I, I like the fact that this one, it was like, you know what? You know, even if one team member gets eliminated, the other one gets to hang in there. Yeah. That yeah, was cool. Another I, shot, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I appreciated that. Um, would have liked to, the, you know, kind of like you guys are saying, I would have liked the finish to have involved a little more with the younger talents and maybe see some of those guys uh, go over. But I mean, when you're playing yeah. fantasy Booker and you don't know what's going on backstage and everything else, it's kind of, kind of tough. But hey, Young Bucks versus MJF and Jericho should be interesting, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'll be curious to see if that draws in some viewers. Really. Yeah, I mean, to see it's... I I don't know. I, 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 like I said, when, when that happened, I was just so disappointed. And I was just like, 
Man, you guys had two really good young talent I would have loved to have seen go up against the Young Bucks. But at the same time, it just it made no sense for the Young Bucks to be in this. And then, and then on top of that, you got a ranking system with wins yeah. and loss, and you're doing this? You know, was this – now, here's my thing, because Jericho and MJF, how many uh, matches have they had together as a team? I want to say like two or three, maybe. Right. So maybe yeah. was this a way to do this so that way they can get their shot? So they can without... jump the rankings. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, seriously. I mean, that's the only logical thinking that I could think of. Yeah. Where, like in the back, then saying, you know what, we can do so we can jump ahead of everybody. Let's do a battle royal. <laughs> Whoever wins, maybe. that's who gets a shot. I wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> maybe, maybe. One other, one other small point. Uh, that I want to make that I found amusing. There might be some of our listeners that may have thought this or noticed this too. Uh, and I think whichever young bucket was, whichever was the first one that was eliminated to me, you know, with battle Royals, there's always the big deal about when both feet touch the floor. Yeah. <laughs> so when you got, when you got backdropped over onto the ramp, I yes. was like, so wait, is he eliminated or not? Because his feet <laughs> I, are I thought on the <laughs> ramp, but not the floor. <laughs> Because, like, man, that's almost like a disadvantage to get eliminated on that side because you don't have to follow this for you. Exactly. You don't have as much of a chance. But, but, but also, too, you know how they always do the thing where they throw them over and they'll land on the apron. Yeah. You know, right there, it's like, all you got to do is just give them a little shove. <laughs> and they're freaking, oh, shit, Boop. I'm eliminated. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's yeah, it. So, I yeah. don't know. It was just one of those weird little things. I've that... never, but I've never been a fan of that kind of ramp either. No? No. To me, it's it, you know it's like the, like a, like an NWA WCW thing or yeah uh, for a lot of our you know, the older Canadian viewers listeners if you uh, recall uh, the actual Maple Leaf wrestling not the syndicated show but when they actually had wrestling from the Maple Leaf Gardens in Toronto Elio you should know this is they actually had the ramp oh yeah, really like yeah, that they had the long yeah. ramp yeah. yeah I'm not a big so, fan of it just not I mean I, I know why they do it but yeah yeah not your thing not my thing yeah. Speaking of not not my thing, not your thing, <laughs> uh, we follow that with a uh, little promo package oh, of uh, WPOV's favorite female talent. Now just going by, again, a WWE thing. Now she's lost uh, her last name, mm-hmm. and she's just Jade. Yeah. yeah. They, they took off the – they took away uh, Cargill. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, well, well, just... well, no, it's funny. They did introduce her as Jade, but then when they showed the matchup, they put her last name on it. Fair enough, because even at the end of the, the promo package, when they had that little symbol or whatever, her thing yeah. pop up, it was just Jade. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I guess you're yeah, right. So When uh, they were showing, I think it was during the Shaq promo or the segment. Yeah, had, yeah, yeah. They showed and they put her right. last name in that. But I, you know what? Honestly, I think she's a hidden talent. We just need to see it. You don't think so? From what I've seen, if if I'm wrong, I will gladly admit it. I will <laughs> come on we, this we show. Haven't seen, we haven't seen it wrestle yet. Exactly. There, I mean, yeah. the pat for me, looking at it visually, the package is there. I can yeah. I can see it, but we just got to see her wrestle to get the total package. Just just the way she carries herself in promos and, mm-hmm. and interacting, like when she's done stuff, kind of face to face with Cody. To me, I don't see anything that really suggests. That, that the rest of that total package is going to be there. Like she just seems mm-hmm. awkward and green. And, you know, if that's what she is, 
fine. Probably is, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, we, you know, for all of us that have been in the business, we all have been there at some point. Mm-hmm. So I'm not knocking her for that. I'm just, I think it's more the knock on given this opportunity that she probably shouldn't be in. That if yeah. it's going to expose how green she is. Mm-hmm. Now, it, does does she have any experience, like in the Indies? I don't know. Uh, I uh, looked it up. I this I think the, this was her, this is her first. Uh, yeah, really? She, but she was was it, she was trained by Mark Henry or something? Or I, that's right. I did hear about that. She was trained by Mark I, Henry. I think. Well, I think the issue there is still a month to go to Revolution. Yeah, she shouldn't be on dynamite. She should be on dark to like just to, to get, some get her in ring skills to improve her in ring yeah. skills. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm I'm sure she's doing a lot of practices, but yeah, at the same time, it's like uh, Omas AJ's bodyguard. Yeah. Yeah. He's got the look and everything, the height for sure. Yeah. But is he the total package? We don't know because we've never seen him wrestle. But anything you know, we've so, heard at this point is he's still green as grass. And that's exactly. So yeah. WWE is good about hiding, you know, they're, they're good about hiding the weaknesses and, and yeah. uh, accentuating the positives. Yeah, yeah. Well, this and, one here is a little different because, you know, she's coming out ready to fight. And it's kind of like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't know nothing about you yet. Though. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. I like to me, even, even in the promo package, I would have rather seen less gym stuff. And even if they had shown her, you know, you know, it, it, you know like the same thing they did with Lance Archer, I'd rather see her right. beating up women, like doing something to see what she can do, to see how yeah. she throws punches, to see anything versus just here she is in the gym. Here is a, an emphasis on her abs and her abs are glistening. Yeah. That doesn't mean a hill of beans to me. I'm That's sorry. That's true. That is true. Give me a little yeah. more substance. Yeah. Because I tell you, if they do a straight long arm uh, clothesline, you know they don't have that much ring experience. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, I hate those the, clotheslines. The, the 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 deck to me is already going to be stacked against them just because they're, you know, you've got Shaq in there. And adding Shaq, yeah, yeah, like that's it's it's not, and we've touched on this before. It's it's not a Carl uh, Malone. Uh, it's not even a dead to me. It's not even a Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. <laughs> you know, like even Rodman didn't do half bad for. for no, he didn't. He did. no, and he didn't. Uh, you know, Bad Bunny. They, we we joked about it. I mean, that's another mm-hmm. thing WWE did better is they they you know yeah. AEW had Snoop doing his uh, frog and, splash or whatever, and Bad Bunny yeah. comes along and slipped a little bit, but he still did it better than Snoop. Still, yeah. And, I will say this, though, that now that we're talking about Bad Bunny, a lot of people were knocking on that, uh, but his performance. And I will yeah. say that. I'm not a fan of it, but still, my thing is, I've always knew, i always known that he was a huge wrestling fan. Huge right. WWE, Mark. And yeah. I tell you, the some of the things, his mannerisms I've seen so far, and even from this past Monday's Raw, I was like, damn, they're, he's he listens because yeah. yeah. you know he's being told all that, yeah. and he actually listens. Like even when he did that splash, what was the first thing he did? He grabbed his stomach. He grabbed, yeah. you know, sold. I was, he sold. sold it. And I was, I, I, little things like that. You have to understand when, when, like, if we're telling Elio, all right, Elio, when you do that splash, make sure you grab the stomach. You know, play it. You know, play off of it. And he doesn't do it. It's kind of like, oh come on, you know, because yeah. it just gives it that much more of a realism, I yep. guess. You know yep. what I'm saying? So when he Absolutely. did that, and the first thing he did was grab his stomach, like, oh, oh, even though it didn't look it, but still, he played to it. I was yeah. like, all right, you know what? I kind of appreciate that. And then yeah. on Monday, this past Monday on Raw, 
he played it out good. I thought he yeah. did. He's he doing pretty himself good. Well, I, he I, did. I agree. He did. And but with Jay, though, you you're right. But I see a star. I do see it. But we just gotta wait for her to wrestle. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm not saying she's not gonna be a star. Mm-hmm. But to me, she's not one right now, and I'm just worried about getting off on the wrong foot. Yeah. And you know, when you're a year, a year plus in, you know, we can say whatever about AEW, it's still a relative new promotion. And if yeah. this whole deal with Shaq is going to bring in, potentially bring in a lot more new eyes or returning eyes. Yeah. And if you're going to show something that uh, doesn't really come up to par, yeah. you're going to turn off a lot more people than you're going to bring in. Yeah. Well, it's going to be very difficult too, just because of the fact that uh, Cody and, uh, what's her name again? The, Red the, Velvet. Red Velvet. Obviously, they're the more experienced out yeah. of the four. So yeah. you have two experienced wrestlers going up against two that one we haven't seen and one yeah. that we've never seen in the ring before. Yeah. And that we're supposed to believe that that's going to be a good match. There's mm, uh, either either that girl is very very well trained and will. Perf- do an outstanding match or or like they're hoping like Pat McAfee did yeah. or you know what I'm saying yeah. or this is probably going to go down as the worst wrestling match in history time will tell I mean we're yeah. you know, for, for the core of us we're all going to tune in regardless so oh yeah of course yeah and that's in what March right we got to wait yeah till? March 3rd wow. Yeah. Wow. So they've got another month to work on it yeah <laughs> is it March 3rd I, I thought it was March 7th uh, I think that that because I know they were saying something was what did I have? Well, something March was March third is on a Wednesday. Yeah, so something was being shown Sunday, March third, so. but there was something that was being. I remember they promoted. I remember thinking, oh, okay, March third. Yeah, no, the Shack promo. Yep, Wednesday, March third. Oh, okay. so they're. Oh, on the th- wow. I don't think. I don't think they're a part of Revolution. I think they're a part of it's. It's, it's a oh, dynamite show. TV. Wow, yeah. I'm shocked with that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Holy shit. All right. Okay. From a Jade promo, we go to some more of our favorites, our uh, favorite AEW part-timer, Sting, our favorite, or at least my favorite TNT (laughs) champion, the uh, the face of TNT. Did you just say he's your favorite TNT champion? The amount of sarcasm (laughs) that you could not catch for all of our regular (laughs) listeners, or even if you've listened to one or two episodes. <laughs> no, my feelings of of Darby and and the quote unquote face of TNT. Oh, boy, so boy, boy. yeah, no, just 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 a hint. But okay. uh, so Sting Found and Darby. Found it real to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just just shows you how even just... in, even in a even even in this in this form, I'm more believable than some of the stuff <laughs> in AEW. I'm just I'm just waiting for the Darby Allen shirt from you. That's all. Boy, it's uh... <laughs> <sighs> not today, brother. Not today <laughs> or tomorrow. Uh, we have our Sting Darby Allen promo. Uh, they're talking about their match. Team Taz uh, somehow gets to cut in, talking about how they're outside of the building because yeah. they're not allowed in. And uh, maybe it's his nod to, to beach brawl, but they're standing outside. Taz has got a jacket on. His kid's got a hoodie on with the hood up. Brian <laughs> Cage has no shirt, even though he's standing outside. Of the- 
Um, yeah. That one, I yeah. And, and the other thing that got me on this, and, and this has been a regular thing with us because we're talking about like, and again, it's not a knock on Team Taz yeah. per se. It's just it's the way that they're being booked. But you know, when you want to believe that these this group is like a badass group. And you've got Ricky Stark saying, well, we're not in the building tonight, but if we were staying, I would look you right in the eye and tell <laughs> you you're not the same staying you were. Yet yeah. for the past four or five weeks, mm-hmm. every time they're around, they're either 20, 30 feet apart <laughs> or they're getting run off. They get by, run off, yeah. Yeah, so it's just like, yeah. like yeah. oh, man. Yeah. I, I don't know. Tony, Tony what, did, what did you see there? I I, uh, I I was disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I just want to talk before. Actually, I'll talk about. It. I don't team. Ta- I I'm a fan of Brian Cage. Okay, Ricky Starks. I'm a fan of his too. The other guy I don't know too much about. But why? You know, we just got done talking about this Jade character, but then yet here is Taz's son, hasn't done diddly squat. Since joining that group, oh no, no, no! He 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 was the first guy to attack one of the uh, merch guys last week. <laughs> My apologies, <laughs> <laughs> but for me, he's only there because his daddy is there. Now, let me, I'm gonna throw this question at you guys. I hated this whole segment, by the way, but <laughs> I'm gonna throw this at you guys. I think, in my opinion, uh, Brian Cage, Starks, and what was the other guy's name? Hobbs. Hobbs, Hobbs. I think them three just on their on them by themselves would be a lot better without Taz, in my opinion. Yeah. I, 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 I get why they threw Taz in because I don't see – Stars can throw a good promo, though. He does. He does a very good promo. But the other two kind of don't. And yes. Stars came in after they formed their little Taz team. Yeah. But even still, like, I don't think Taz does not need to be with them. And it's not, I'm not saying that because of my hatred for Taz. I'm just saying that because he doesn't need to be with them. And I yeah. think he's doing more damage to them than anything because he keeps talking a big game. And it's like you said, every time they come up in a, uh, a sting segment, they're 30, 50 feet away from them and they're talking shit or they run away. Yeah. yeah. You know? So goes to the ring, they run off. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, for me, this is a, Bad ass team. Should and be you having them. They should be exactly. And you having them run away like that? No. I, you know what? Get rid of Taz. Get rid of his son. For God's sake, says nothing. Oh my God, bothers me more than to see three big ass dudes that you you see them down a, uh, an alleyway. You're going the other way, yeah. and you have this little shit acting like he's a tough guy too. No, that don't work. I haven't, especially when I haven't seen anything you've done except attack the merch table guy. Yeah, and you're a kid. <laughs> and you're a kid. Get the fuck out of here. You know, just yeah. like what I've, and I, you know what, and, I, and it's nothing against the small guys. I'm not trying to sound like I'm bashing the smaller guys, but Jurassic Express, same thing with uh, uh, Marco Stunt. Here, yeah. Why is he there? It, it, for me, it just does not fit. It doesn't. I can understand Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Okay, I can see the connection. And that's a badass team, in my opinion. But they yep. didn't need a Marco stunt. To me, it's like a little flea. Just get the hell out of here. But this this segment, I was just like, here we go again. And I just read off a meme that uh, or a gift that's been out circulating the internet about Sting and Edge. 
They're, it's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's true. They just cut a promo in the ring, and then they were on the on the Titan Tron, and, and they broke out. That was it. Nothing. And we're not going to see anything until the pay-per-view. Is that yeah. when they're fighting? Yeah. 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 They're the pay-per-view. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, so I, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, Elio, anything else there you want to add to the uh, uh, Sting no, Darby no, team task? No, uh, same thing. I just didn't like this segment. Sure. Every, every week, every week uh, we see this segment, it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cutting promos, you could, you could then cut they running off. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you could just cut and paste everything that happens week in, week out. The, but what do you what do you think, Andy? Though about the uh, they should go without. I agree. I, I think they could. I could see, uh, you know, especially if they had Ricky as the, the mouthpiece for the three yeah, of them. It would work. I agree. No, I, I agree. I agree. You know who they remind me of, though? Remember in uh, ECW, um, Shane Douglas, um, Candido. Uh, Candido. Was, like the triple threat? Yes. And there was a Bam Bam, Candido, and uh, was it Bam Bam? Shane Douglas. I'm pretty sure. And it was Shane Douglas, Candido. And so who the hell was the other one? Oh, my Lord. Elio, you don't know this? Good God, man. Anyway. <laughs> I wasn't watching EC the weakness at that time. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, I think those three can be like an, uh, be like that, I guess. Yeah, no, it was it was Bam Bam. Okay. Candido, yep. Yes, and yes, yes, yep. yes. You know, I can see them being kind of like a trio like that. Yeah, without Taz and and his son, yeah. get rid of both yeah. of them. And the FCW title. Yeah. Oh my God. What? Hey, where is that? Oh Lord. Yeah, he didn't have it with him. <laughs> no, he didn't. He was probably saying, "Anywhere in this shit, <laughs> the hell for?" Well, but, maybe he forgot we took off his shirt when he was outside the building. Cause... Probably. <laughs> oh, I forgot that belt. <laughs> I forgot. Oh dear. All right. Well, you know what? I, for me, at least, we had uh, something kind of bright pop out of this because from this promo, we went right to the match, ladies' match for the evening. Uh, Doctor Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. Elio, I like this. I like this match. Yeah. What yeah. did you like? I just, uh, just everything uh, about this match, except I really. He did it when they went into picture and picture because I did too. Normally matches take me out when they go into picture and picture. This one I was I was like watching the little box yeah. because I was yeah. like into this match. Like everything about it I enjoyed. Okay. All right. Yeah. Tony, how about you? For uh, just like what Elio said, to me this was match of the night. <laughs> So yeah, it really was Thunder Rosa. I love how I love I love me some Thunder Rosa now. Yeah, <laughs> she had Thunder Chola on her back of her her thing. Yeah. I was like, who boy? She okay. was wearing some short shorts tonight. Yes, she was. But oh. I, I, Thunder Rosa for me, that's the total package right there. You know, she can cut a good promo, a decent promo, not a great yeah. one, but yeah, decent, you know, yeah. a decent. You know, her English is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it's broken, but it's still pretty damn good you know yeah. and so she's got she, the emotion that carries over she does absolutely yeah. and but in this match the only thing I, if i have to be picky i just i just didn't like how they ended it yes I, you know what I'm, i don't like how they took it home i was just like oh ah no don't didn't like it just didn't like it because you clearly saw she did not hit you know the the that, yeah yeah. He was more on the ropes than anything. So yeah. that kind of, you know, from a wrestler's point of view, when we see yeah. stuff like that, it's like, ah. So, but as a fan, 
I was like, okay, this I enjoyed this match. I really did. Britt Baker yeah. too, man. She's off. She's talented. She's got yeah. Sure. No, I agree. I I think yeah, probably match of the night. Uh, I'm a Britt fan. I'm a Britt Baker fan. The guys know yeah. that. Thunder Rosa continues to grow on to me. I thought it was a good pace. It was a yeah. solid match. Um, you know, we talk about stuff with like the the Jericho Judas singing, uh, with <laughs> Tony Khan getting the Jungle Boy song. Yeah, the crowd going that. So it was cool. I, this was the first time I had noticed it, but uh, the crowd was kind of doing the Thunderstruck. Yes. For, Yes. And I thought that was cool. So I hope yeah. that sticks. I hope that catches on for her. Because anything to me, we can get the fans involved like that is very oh, yeah. cool. So that yep. was uh, that was good to see. Um, yeah, solid match. Did you guys notice, because there was two two little things here, and I'm, this is just more of being the, the nitpicking. Uh, I'll touch on the one that, uh, Tony, you brought up. Did you guys notice the, I don't know if I'm going to call it the full-out wardrobe malfunction or the potential wardrobe malfunction of Thunder Rosa? No, what's fine? All right. So for those of you that may have caught this and know what I'm talking about, good on you. For those of you that don't, including my uh, my esteemed colleagues here, I challenge you to go back to <laughs> right towards the end of the match where uh, Britt was working on getting the glove on. Yeah. And from one point from the camera angle, you can you kind of look down and you kind of look in behind Brit. Thunder Rosa, she's down selling on the mat, and you can see her tying up her top. Oh shit. So I don't know if it totally came undone or something came loose, but you can distinctly see, like I said, she's face down, but her arms are here, and I'm thinking, oh, please change the camera angle. Because you can see she's, she's tying it up. And yeah. then there was like a quick cut, and then they kind of came back in. But uh, it, it, I mean, stuff happens. So I'm not saying that. To, yeah. I'm not saying that to piss on the match. It's just one of those, yeah, you know, no, one of those little things. Oh, the thing is with me is that when I'm watching AEW, I'm also watching NXT at the same time. Okay. So I'm pro- I probably at that point I was probably looking at what was going yeah. on in NXT. <laughs> Well, for, for no, those I of us that. that pay attention to one program or, or <laughs> viewers like myself and Elio where we don't get to see NXT until tomorrow, uh, you know, we can be pretty focused. So it's just one of those things that, that I caught. Uh, and yeah, excuse me, if there was any kind of little issue with, with the ending, wow. it, I, the, the finish itself, I was okay with. But yeah, but, but, yeah. but she, but like to me, like she missed by a mile. Yeah, yeah. And, and but, the but camera it, angle right there didn't help. Exactly, yeah. But but the, like you said, though, I mean, I kind of – it was okay. I just – like I said, the reason why I don't – I didn't like the ending was because of that spot. Yeah. But I understand why they did it. And it yeah. was good because it still protected Thunder Rosa anyways. Yeah. You know, she didn't tap out. She didn't submit. She didn't do any of that. So it still kept her strong. Yeah, so I get – Yeah, so yeah. I get why they did that. It's just – like you said, the camera angle was right there. If it was on the other side, maybe I would have been like, eh, because she's got a lot of hair. Yes. So she probably could have covered that part. Got away with it. If, if the camera was on the other side. Yeah. But unfortunately, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, why yeah. did you know that? <laughs> or if she had gone in, you know, like full, full in, it would have been a great, we would have been talking oh, about how yeah. a great camera angle it was. We were right there. It was right in our face. Exactly. And, you know, it was a hit or a miss, and it was yeah, a miss. it was a miss, yeah. yeah. But for, for everything else, I guess, like, kind of like you said, uh, overall, solid, solid match. And, and I yeah. think that's uh, that's kind of seems to be like a growing trend where week by week, the AEW women's matches are steadily imp- – they're consistently improving. Yeah. Which is nice to yeah. see. So. Oh, yeah. 
All right. After the ladies' match, uh, we had Alex Marvez in the back. A uh, little uh, inner circle action going on here. Sammy's not happy with uh, Jericho being a little selfish, so he has to leave. Chris follows him out, and then we get MJF saying, "Hey, we need to talk." Yeah, let's talk. What do we see there? Yeah, Tony. Or oh, sorry, Elio. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're you're ready to go. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, um, yeah, when uh, MJF uh, said we need to talk, Wardle take care of that. And then Wardle goes to close the door. I'm like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> I wanted to see, I wanted to hear what they were going to say. Well, of course you did. That's the point, Elliot. <laughs> Just so they can drag the storyline more. Yeah. <laughs> Revolution. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. How about you, Tony? Anything there you need to add? Anything you saw? Yeah. No, it's just, I, it's okay, I guess. That, yeah. That I, I get why they did it. But yeah. I think if I had to guess, um, obviously, I think MJF is going to try to persuade Sam. Sammy into like uh, I guess either cheating for him or something. I don't I don't know. I don't know. They've been playing this for a little bit for a while now. So it's getting to the point of all right, y'all gotta close yeah. this up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, absolutely. To me it's nothing interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that that's kind of been a common theme for us talking about uh, the oh, really? and yeah, we you know it, it's one thing that we and it's funny because on one hand we talk about there's not enough building of stories and things go so quickly nowadays, <laughs> but then on the flip side you get this and some you know you oh okay well they're putting the time in well just because you're putting the time in doesn't mean it's interesting it's riveting exactly yeah you know it's almost like you're kind of losing interest and it's like you mm-hmm. said it's almost like okay let's just get this over with for the sake of getting over with <laughs> it's not even it's not even about the payoff anymore it's not even oh man I can hardly wait to see Jericho mm-hmm. and MGF go it's just no man just, just get it over with get it over with already yeah. done yeah which is which is unfortunate but, and it is and, and i tell you though i mean honestly if we didn't see them every damn week maybe i'd be saying something different about this but it's just the fact that every week they doing this and it's like not really getting anywhere and yeah. you know it's kind of like lost in the shuffle i guess and and it's like all right you know what be done with this already stop uh yeah, I don't know, but seeing it every week to me didn't help any. Yeah, I, I, and again, that goes into the same thing. It was like, okay, well, they only got so many hours. They've got two hours of programming. Yeah, and you can only show so much. And it's like, okay, well, you know, you throw a little bit here, you forget about this and forget about that. And it, I, it can go either way. I, I think if it was something, I mean, back in the day with you know, with Monday Night Raw, you know, when you had weekly stuff with Stone Cold, you had weekly stuff with The Rock, that mm-hmm. stuff was interesting, it was entertaining, it, you know, it kept you hooked. Now with this yeah. stuff here, it's not even close to the same level, and I think, like you said, it's almost getting to be kind of, I don't know, redundant, but it's just that that interest. It, it went away. There. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it went away. I mean, and, that's, and, and I think that's almost what's happening with, with Sting and, and Darby Allin. Yeah, oh, my God. Like you said, go ahead, yeah. go ahead. No, I was going to say, they got another month to do this. We're not going to yeah. see Sting doing anything for the yeah. next month. Yeah. So it's that. It's, but the AEW fanboys out there, they're definitely they're going to yeah. be like, no, it's great shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think going forward, if I get proved, until I get proved wrong, it's that becomes like the cut and paste segment, the weekly cut and paste. Because mm-hmm. you could take a promo or whatever from two weeks ago, stick it into today's program. That's true. Yeah. Now let me ask you guys a question because you brought up about how they only have two hours. Should AEW go three hours? 
Because there's other rumors, before I get you guys' answers, there's also other rumors that NXT is going to be moving out of the Wednesday night slot. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But should AEW go three hours just so? I, no? I, I think if you go for, like, a, if you do another show, whether it's an hour show, whether it's a two-hour show, mm-hmm. I think three hours. You think about it. Three hours for a movie is a long That's time. That's a very long time, yeah. Three hours, you know, most sporting events, you go to a football game, you go to a hockey game, you go to a baseball game, they're two and a half, two hours, 45 mm-hmm. minutes. You start hitting that three hours. I mean, and, and we've seen that for how many years now with Raw, like, Three hours yeah. to keep your attention on a weekly basis yeah. is yeah. rough. Is it is rough. rough. And I think but wasn't, a... there, wasn't there a time where they, they did uh, like the first uh, two hours were just like the regular format, then uh, the third hour was more of the darker stuff on. They yeah. used to be like that. Yeah. yeah. Used to be like that. But I mean, the only reason why they're even three hours is because they got sponsors. Yeah. So that's the only reason why. Uh, Triple H said it many times that Raw needs to go two hours, but yeah. he said be, because we got so many sponsorship, we have to go three hours. Uh, I think so, it's still too early. I think it's too early for AEW to go three hours. Yeah. No, I don't think they ever should. I think they should take a lesson from WWE and yeah. you do a second show, you do it an hour. I, you do I think that's, that'll be dope. Yeah, yeah, to do an, a second show. Yeah. But and, and it wouldn't be, you know, I don't think it would be overbearing either. I think if they keep nope. the Wednesday night slot and maybe do a Friday, go go up against SmackDown, maybe. Whatever, whatever they do. Or even Saturday, because there's not a lot of pay-per-views on yeah, Saturday. Whatever you do, just don't go to three hours. <laughs> please, please. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, we've got uh, we had this segment kind of recapping with Adam Page. And uh, Matt Hardy kind of with their thing last week with Matt approaching uh, Paige about, you know, hey, just mm-hmm. I'm offering you my dressing room. Somehow, <laughs> <laughs> nothing creepier wrong there. Right. Uh, my large, uh, well, uh, well endowed dressing room. Um, we go from that to, hey, you know what? Uh, Chaos Project messed up Brody Jr.'s birthday last week. Uh, you and I need to, I, I don't know why you wouldn't just have like the dark order get revenge, but for some reason, yeah. <laughs> Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy needs to get, uh, Adam page. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A little convoluted, but we, uh, we get a match to me. It, it was decent. It was what it needed to be. Uh, I don't know. Elio, is there anything there that. Nothing really stood out to me in this match. I, I noticed, uh, when Serpentico tagged himself in, not, nothing happened. <laughs> as soon as um, Hardy tagged himself in, Paige gives him this look like, what the hell? I had this match one for us. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, that, that's that little piece there that, uh, to me, mm-hmm. just added to the, you know, decent match. It was what it needed yeah. to be. Obviously, it's to advance something going on there with Matt Hardy, with his character, mm-hmm. possibly with Adam Page. And uh, he, he says he's only going to be part of any team. I think he's going to end up... Uh, you're going to doing something with them. Is he going to be like a lone wolf? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Adam Page somehow will end up with Lance Archer and they can be the lone wolves. <laughs> Man. It writes my itself. It's, it's, it's writing something. I don't know. Tony, what about you? What, what did you find here? I, did, I just didn't like this match at all. I, I, honestly, to me, Matt Hardy just needs to retire. Uh, he's not. I thought he was going to rejuvenate himself again 
yeah. when he first got to AEW, but I haven't seen it. It looks like they were trying to do the broken mat, but it just, it, I don't think it was there. I don't think people were invested in it anymore. I don't think people were interested in it anymore. So that's why he was trying to do these many faces of Matt Hardy, and that's not working anymore. Yeah. He's looking like a douche, to be honest, right now, because for me, it's not making any sense. He was with Private Party. Now you were with Adam Page. It's like the mix up there just doesn't match. And it's like, yeah. wait, what are you trying to get at? Where are you trying to go with this with, with Matt himself? Yeah. So I didn't like it. Honestly, the only spot I did like, um, I forgot who was on the turnbuckle, but um, what's his name? Serpentico? Is that his name? Yep. Yeah. 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 When he, uh, when um, Luther tagged him in, or did he tag him in? But well, either way, and he was running to the to the turnbuckle, and Serpentico was like, "No, no, no, wait, wait!" And he squashed both of them in the turn. <laughs> yes, oh, yes. yes, that was. That a, was I like that spot. That was a cool <laughs> spot. It made me laugh. I was like, "Oh, okay, that's that's pretty funny." But that was it, though. I I don't like. I said I don't know where they're going with this. And honestly, you know, I I, I don't I don't want to sound like I'm bashing this match totally because. I like seeing new tag teams, and and yeah. even though the Chaos Project, you know they're nothing but jobbers, uh, it was still good to see something different on AEW for once. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't want to totally bash it, but I wasn't into it, into this at all. Just that one spot that made me laugh. There you go. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, uh, Matt Hardy. Just a quick comment on that. To me, it seems these days where, and this ties in with what you said, Tony. It's like they're throwing stuff against the wall, seeing what sticks, mm-hmm. but it's like, they're not giving, exactly. no, they're not giving it time. It's like within yeah. one week or two weeks, it's like, Nope, next, next. Yeah. It's like, well, wait, what? Like you just, uh, and, and mm-hmm. I think that kind of loses the credibility because at yeah. this point it's like, okay, well, I, I, you know, I like the many faces of Matt. Oh wait, now he's single face, Matt. He's big money, Matt. Yeah. He's, he's a manager, Matt. <laughs> yeah. So he's uh, an agent, Matt. <laughs> uh, all but, right. Yeah. Uh, oh my lord. Yeah, man. I know what you're gonna I know what you're gonna <laughs> win next. <laughs> Holy cow. Who who amongst us will be the best man and would like to uh, start off oh. the discussion on the wedding between Kip Saban and uh, Penelope Ford? Uh I guess I'll go. You are a brave, brave man. Please, Mr. Tony Diaz, instill upon us some wisdom of the first wrestling wedding in a long, well, I shouldn't say long, long time, but, uh, <laughs> you know, if, if it couldn't have been a couple of years, it wouldn't have been too long. It wouldn't have been long yeah. enough. <laughs> well, this is going to take all but five seconds, but I probably right. go longer than that. I hated it. I hated it. Again, we're back to this thing of, you know, they bash it when, when WWE does it. And I bashed it then, too. Yeah. It should be the same for this. This was no different. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. This was no different. And then to have Orange Cassidy pop out of the cake, that them doing what they do, they took, honestly, this right here, I think, destroyed Miro. In my, I just think it, I mean, he can rescue himself. He can't rescue from this. He even said, so why didn't he say this to the people in the back? He said, I've been through this before, so I know. It's like, yeah, you should tell them people this ain't going to work. Because his thing now is he's called what? The, the, best, the best man. man. Best man. 
wedding's over. What are you going to call yourself now? <laughs> you know, wedding coordinator, because that's what it looks like you're going to be doing. But I, oh my Lord, I hated everything about this. I, I Really, is this what we're doing with AEW? I mean, AEW wants to be their own entity, but then you do dumb shit like this. Yeah, yep. I, I just did not like it. I hate it. A big old F. Yeah. Yeah. Elio, how about you? I absolutely hated this. Everything about it. Tell us more. Preach on high. For a quick second, I thought you said you loved it. I was going to say, Elio. (laughs) The worst part of it is James Mitchell. Every time I see this guy, it's the same character. I don't want to see this guy on my screen. I've seen him in ECW, Sinister Minister. Yeah. Impact. uh, Father Jim Mitchell. Yeah, Reverend Jim, yeah. James Mitchell. Like, I just go away. I don't <laughs> want to see this guy anymore. This whole wedding was just, oh, no, I'm done. That's it. Elio's <laughs> pissed. I, I, you know what? I think, especially, well, Rick, and I think especially uh, TJ is going to be so surprised yet so impressed because I think that is the most that Elio has expressed emotion and the most, the, the, the biggest amount of words that he has used like at once to describe something. James Mitchell, I have heat. James Mitchell may be now oh. one of my favorites just oh my for God. the reaction it causes you know Elio. You know what, uh, Andy? You got to grab this for future, yep. for future episodes. Yes. And all you got to say is, hey, you know what? I think Mitchell should have been in this segment. Yeah. Get a pop from Elio. Yeah. You know what this segment could have used? Never mind the cowbell. We need some more James Mitchell. James Mitchell. That's it. And I bet you Elio will go off. <laughs> it created a meme James wow. Mitchell greater than cowbell <laughs> <laughs> Holy uh, okay. uh, I don't know that there's much more that that I can yeah it's <laughs> to me like you know I don't, you know what because we're talking about it we'll start off with James Mitchell uh I like to me it's like I guess he was just there to pop the smart fan and to piss off Elio pretty much pretty much <laughs> because you know, to me seeing him right off the bat it's like Maybe if this was in Vegas and it was like a Vegas wedding, but to me, like mm-hmm. right off the bat, like that—that—that's your 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 uh, your official, your minister, just destroys credibility right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, look, we we already know it's a joke. We already know weddings yeah. and wrestling don't mix. Don't don't <laughs> shove it in our face. They just they just did one in Impact. Oh, well, that's right. They? They did one in, oh, so yeah. See, I said wrestling weddings haven't happened in a while, but yeah, no. Uh, if they, this is one of the few things I think could truly go away from professional wrestling and the wrestling world would be a better place. Um, James Mitchell. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, you know, at at least have as cool as it was to see Cherry Lynn come out and walk me up. (laughs) You know what? Like at least, at least have like one or two actors or maybe like some, you know, the uh, female wrestlers that maybe we don't really know, so yeah. that it, it looks it looks like a semi legit wedding that yeah you have some oh this is her best friend so and so like somebody yeah um, yeah Not a fan Miro kind of oh yeah this presence I mean it was kind of funny how what's that you know to me that was funny though was what's that <laughs> it's been there this whole time it's been bugging me I know what this is and the smashing of that I was I was good with that um, 
the other thing, the other the, the positive that's a small one, uh, and just because it was different, was and I didn't catch it, so I don't know if, if it wasn't in the camera angle or or what, but just the fact that uh, Charles, uh, you know, they they tied up his foot there. They, oh yeah, because <laughs> that was different. Yeah. You know, when he starts to go, like I honestly, for the, the first moment, like it looked like did did he like get stuck in the the paper and and, yeah. like, and it's like oh no 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 he's like he's locked up. I'm like, okay, that was good. Yeah, but it's a good way to get him out of that situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's it, I get why they did it. But yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's something that you really a little creative, see. a little different. So yeah. I'll I'll, yeah. I'll give them that. But I mean, obviously, that alone is not going to come even remotely close to saving. This Hell season. no. <laughs> so yeah, that was just a, a fail with a capital F. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be a Debbie Downer here. Speaking of failures, uh, we go to Shaq's promo. Yeah. Where, uh, yeah, Tony. Uh, I tell you this much, Andy. My, <laughs> my finishing move is gonna be the Black Tornado. That's what it's called. <laughs> Black Tornado. You want to see how it is? I can't even see how it is, but it's gonna be used on that pay per view. It's called the Black Tornado. Charles, where's Charles Barkley? Where's Charles Barkley at that? Oh, you remember when I showed you that? <laughs> <laughs> that impersonation was awesome. Uh, that was I, terrible. No, but your impersonation, oh, but that's why, because it was so bad, it was good. <laughs> it, to me, that ranks up there with, with uh, The Rock doing the thing with Rikishi, where it was like, <laughs> I did it for I The Rock. For the I did rock. it for The Rock. <laughs> That that is that is wow, yeah. Oh, um, Elio, do you need to say anything there? Can we just move on? no? Uh, I'm done. I'm done with that one. All right. Wait a minute. All you right. know what? You know what? I think Elio <laughs> wanted it to see James Mitchell in that segment with Shaq. I think that's what was supposed to mean. Uh, I think that's more. what he wanted to see. Yes. Yes. Even, even, if it was him, even if it was him getting hit by the black tornado. <laughs> <laughs> With Charles Barkley right there. This yeah. Is this is just terrible. This is terrible. <laughs> What's going on here? This is just terrible. <laughs> uh, I am so glad you joined us tonight, Tony. Uh, this made kind of these last couple of segments that much more enjoyable. So thank you. Thank you for being here with us tonight. <laughs> All right. Oh. Uh, thankfully, we get to a match after uh, our Shaq attack. Uh, our elite, elite star of the evening, Lance Archer, taking on Eddie Kingston, lumberjack match. Uh, Tony, lumberjack Honestly, match, good, bad, ugly. You no, know, I think this should have just been a regular match, not a lumberjack match. I was a little disappointed with this because I thought, honestly, when I heard this match was coming on, I thought this was going to just be the match of the night. And in my opinion, it just wasn't. It was, yeah. I was disappointed to say the least. Yeah. I was very disappointed. Like I didn't even know who those two other guys, the one that went after uh, Butcher and Blade. They, 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 they had this bear, bear country, bear country. Bear, yes, yes. That's my first time seeing them, but then they were yeah. hyping them up when they were going after Butcher and Blade. I'm like, all right, who no. the fuck are they? So, no, I was I was really disappointed. But you know what, though? Honestly, even though I'm a Lance Archer fan, I'm, Eddie Kingston is growing on me every yeah. single time I see him. It's like, this dude is good. He doesn't have the look of a wrestler, doesn't have the body of a wrestler, but he is that wrestler. He plays it yeah. well. 
He plays yeah. it very, very well. So, I mean, it, it and it, trust me, it kills me right now to say that I was disappointed in this match because I think Dunty could have tore it out the park, you know? Did you but, did you see uh, Dynamite last week? Yes. Yeah, see, because they had a singles match last week that was yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what they kind of needed to follow up on. And, yeah. Um, you know, whether they had another singles match, like, like, like kind of like regular match. Yeah. I think for me, the big thing is just there was too much lumberjack. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's where I was trying to get at. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of, and it took away from the, the heat and the hatred between them. Yeah. Um, that was. Yeah. Cause all the other spots everybody was doing. Yeah. It, it, just, like, it just took away from it what was going on. It took away from that match. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It I mean, was nice to – okay, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say, if they had to have a stipulation match, fine. Yeah. But I just think this lumber – exactly what you just said, that's where I was going at, was uh, yeah. too many people, too many lumberjacks doing their own thing. Their own, they wanted to get their own little spots in, yeah. and it took away from the match. I mean, and I'm kind of shocked, honestly, that Eddie Kingston even allowed that to happen, unless it was his idea. I don't yeah. know. No, but, I mean, a guy busy. like him, yeah, you know, it's been like, hey, that's a lot of spots for this. And this is, you know what I'm saying? It yep. just, yep. yeah. Too I, busy, I took a, took away from the from the heat and the hatred of uh, of these two guys. Yeah. And that, that's just plain and simple. That was kind of my big thing mm-hmm. there was too much lumberjack. Uh, and, and I think if there was, I mean, this was still cool to see, but I think if there was even less lumberjack stuff going on, Jake's little spot would have been even cooler because, you know, there'd have been a little bit more emphasis on, Oh, like, Holy crap. Like something happened and Jake, Jake getting involved. And, uh, you know, like, yeah. that was good. Well, but uh, It was funny because the one spot when Jake hit Angelico and Jake fell and he yeah. broke K Fabe right there. And he started laughing. Him. He was tapping him. Yeah. Yeah. Was, and then the camera, as soon as he saw Jake tapping him like that, yeah. the camera cut right off of him. So, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Elio, how about you? What, what were your thoughts on this match? So this match, um, I enjoyed their la- their match from last week a lot more. This match, um, Lumberjack, I thought the, the the idea was to keep the wrestlers in the ring. Yeah, they kept going out of the ring after Lumberjacks as well. Yeah. So yeah. this one, yeah, this one, I was so disappointed. I enjoyed last week's better. Right. Yeah. No, I, mm-hmm. I I agree. I agree. So. Um, I imagine things will continue between them. Yeah. But uh, hopefully there'll be a, a little less busy, a little less interference and a little more, because these two guys can carry. I mean, they're two big guys they're two big hosses that you oh, know, yeah. we've seen. They can go toe to toe and slam, slam, drag, whatever. Oh yeah. But you know what? Honestly, I think this match would have been a good dog collar match. Hell yeah. Between these two guys. Yeah. That or a strap match. One of those two. Shot match. But yeah. Even that, I know they did the dog collar match with with uh, Cody and and um, Lance and no, no, no and Brody. Brody Brody yeah Brody Lee and you know I know that but I for some reason this match between these two guys they needed I, if they were going to do a gimmick match I think something like that would have been appropriate for them because then they, they, there's no why is the need for anybody else you know the lumberjack like I said I'm not a big fan of lumberjack matches. Only because, like I said, it's just in this match is the prime example. It took away from the match. Yeah. Do you guys notice who was ringside? Who was ringside? There was a lot of people ringside. So you're yeah, there was. To, uh... One stuck out. One stuck out for me. It was uh, Drake Maverick's wife was there, Michelle. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. 
She was right there. It was, I forgot, it was the many spots. And she's like, you've seen her lean over and tapping one of the guys, like acting like she was a fan. But yeah, yeah, she was there. All right. Fair enough. Before we get to our main event, <laughs> I take your word for it. Before we get to our main event, uh, we get an FTR promo with Tully Blanchard. Uh, to me, it was a standard promo, but <laughs> what yeah. I, what I kind of got a kick out of it, though, they kidnapped Marco Stunt. Yeah. Good for them. <laughs> Good for them. I saw that. I popped. I'm like, good. This makes you guys a little more dastardly. (laughs) Old, old man Tully right in his face. Uh, But you know who they should have kidnapped? It was James Mitchell. That's who they should have kidnapped. They have to, they they probably have like the Stockholm, was it Stockholm syndrome though? Because they think they probably would have captured, they would have kidnapped. James Mitchell, and somehow with his eyebrows and his eyes and stuff, he would have like hooked them yeah. and hypnotized them, and then they would have like got rid of Tolly, and then they would have embraced him as their manager, and it just oh, Elio would just be all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> he's like hell no. Shoot. All right, our main event brought to you by uh, Elio's love of James Mitchell. <laughs> it was the uh, the Good Brothers, the I the IWA, the <laughs> Impact, woo, the Impact uh, Wrestling Tag Team Champions, uh, Gallows and Anderson, along with the AEW Heavyweight Champion Kenny Omega, taking on uh, two thirds of the Death Triangle, Pac, Phoenix, and the former AEW Heavyweight Champion John Moxley. Uh, Tony, how was this for you as a main event? It wasn't a main event. <laughs> it was a main event. But it was the last match of the evening. Event, you know, no, no, it was a main event, but it wasn't to be a main event. I, again, I was disappointed. It wasn't too bad. I don't want to say that. Yeah. I think what happened at the end with Kenta coming out, I think made up for it tremendously because yeah. I popped for it. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I wasn't expecting it, so it threw me off. So, wasn't too bad. I don't want to bash it too much and say it was terrible, but um, if that didn't happen with Kenta, I, it's definitely the, I don't want to say worse because there was other ones that were worse than this. Yeah, yeah. But it was below expectations. Um, but the fact that Kenta showed up made up for it. So cool. Okay, fair enough. I'm happy to see it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, Ellie- and, oh, oh, sorry, oh. sorry, sorry, not yeah. to cut you off, but the simple fact that they explained why Kenta was there. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I was like, ah, okay. All right. But yeah. especially for those who don't watch uh, New Japan wrestling, yep. you know, they don't, they wouldn't have known. I, cause I didn't know until nope. they said that he gets to pick a bubble. I was like, Oh yeah. Fair enough. I like it then. So that's, that's for me. It happens, it happens at the end of the month. Okay. Uh, this the, month? At the end of February. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that's good. So there might be some time uh, built in here. Maybe this will add another dimension. Yeah. Or maybe this will kind of take maybe this will take Mox away from Kenny and let Kenny go elsewhere. Yeah. And kind of do with Kenta and So who would who would go for after Kenny then? I don't know. Maybe we'll find out next week. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody managed by James Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> Abyss with James Mitchell. There we go. They, yeah, we'll just pull him away from his production job you know, yeah. it, it writes itself. <laughs> and Elio well, couldn't be more ecstatic. 
For as much as it writes, I think there's also a lot of wrongs in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Elio, what was your take on this main event that featured no James Mitchell? <laughs> this one was, for me, it was an average match. What started to me was the cutter that Phoenix delivered to Omega. And, of course, the ending uh, with uh, Kenta showing up. Yeah. 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 No, I, I thought it was a, for, you know, for the what it was as our main event. Uh, overall, solid match. I, I find like a lot of these, you know, six man and eight man matches. Uh, I've pointed out before, it's tough to get a lot of heat on one guy because your TV time and it's just go 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 go. Yeah. Uh, I thought everybody looked pretty good. Um, yeah. It uh, the the whole Kenta thing coming out there, and what about Lance Archer coming out as well? Yeah. So maybe, so maybe actually maybe that's yeah. Yes. Yeah. We just answer our own question. Yeah, they'll go after the uh, Kenny Omega, but hopefully they do justice with it, too. Yeah, because I'm sorry to say they really haven't treated Lance Archer the way he should be. Hopefully this will make up for it. I think it will. But at the same time, I don't know about Kenny Omega, but I just hope he doesn't like want to bury him either. Yeah, I don't think he would. You don't think he will? No, I to me, though, you know, and this is this goes back to kind of our, our whole thing about the elite or delete mm-hmm. is the potentials there for Lance Archer. And we want to believe we want to buy in, Yeah. but we still, you know, like, let's say if maybe this is going to be Kenny's opponent for revolution in a month, then give us a month of good stuff of, of Archer yeah. building some steam. Yeah. Making it credible, making us believe that, you know what? Yeah. In the end, we don't think you're going to take the title but at least give us reason to believe, give us some suspension of uh, disbelief that we can be like, okay, that's possible. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Cause I, I tell you, Lance Archer, that's a, he's a superstar and I just don't feel AEW's treating him like one. Yeah. I, I think that's a lot of the guys there. I think it's just, mm-hmm. you know, you, you go off in so many different directions and when you, again, you only have so much time. Yeah. Yeah. But you, I mean, look, Lance, I mean, I know we're going back with the elite or delete thing with Lance yeah. Archer, but I mean, obviously he came out at the end of this match, but I mean, you look at him, he looks yeah. scary. He looks intimidating. You know, we said about, like we said about with Jake, J- Lance Archer, he has everything because he can wrestle. He has the look, has the build, tall as fuck. And, it's, and as a heel for me, in my opinion, and maybe that's why they started transitioning him into a baby face is maybe to, to face a heel Omega. It might, it could work. I can see it working. I, I still would pop either way, but you know, you look at Lance Archer, that's like, wow, that that's it right there. And for AEW not to take advantage of it, I hope they do now, but it's like you said too, he's not going to win that belt. He's not. Cause you know, Omega just had it. They're not going to play hot potato with that belt right away. And for me, it's, it's a shame that they're using Lance Archer as a stepping stone at the same yeah. time. You know what I'm saying? But well, they did it with, they did it with the TNT title, so. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. But you're right, though, too, because they have, maybe they'll build him up this way and, and to be what we all expected him to be, you know, yeah. Lance Archer. And, you know, I, yeah, but like you said, too, he's not going to win the belt. So what happens after that? You know well, what I'm hopefully, saying? hopefully the 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 build. I mean, this is speculating. Like if they're gonna, this is the the route they're gonna take. Is hopefully you know enough. There's enough 
incredible solid build over the next month and the performance that night is one of those ones that even in a loss he still comes out ahead so that his value um you know i don't want to say value as a main eventer but just the, the 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 status that he can achieve coming out of that even on the losing end is yeah. greater than where he is right now that it's like you know he can be a, a main event baby face or you know yeah. he can, whether he be you know i don't want to say he becomes the stepping stone for anybody else mm-hmm. but just a credible main event baby face yeah yeah so, no i agree yeah. with you elio what do you think yeah i think uh It'd be interesting to see Lance Archer as a babyface. I kind of like uh, like seeing this Lance Archer. We've only seen him as a heel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, time again. Time will tell. Time will tell. Well, so many yeah. other things that we kind of figure out. Time will tell. Yeah. Um. All right. So that was our our show, our AEW Dynamite for uh, Wednesday, February third, on the uh, the good old rating system here. You know what? I'm going to start with Elio. Elio, what what did you give the show tonight? I know the C. C? Yeah. Okay. Anything to add to that or just it's a C? No, it's just a C. It was average show for me. Average show. Okay. Tony, how about you? I agree, but I would go like a C minus. Only because, like I said, the two main things that stood out for AEW this week was Britt Baker. Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. That was match of the night. And then they had other little things that to me was okay, they ended it great, I think, with Penta yeah. showing up. So, but I give it a C minus. I think a C minus is fair. Okay, yeah. and that's I, I'm in the same boat as you guys. I was kind of waffling C C minus. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, you had a few a few highlights in there um, coming off of last week. I mean, I think last week we, was one of their best. We agreed it was one of their best shows. Yeah. You know, and I gave that one an A. So, uh, I'm going. I'm going to go C. But it's it's on the lower end of the C scale, yeah. closer to the C minus. Mm-hmm. You know, when you when you get the the, the wedding and uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you get the wedding. Matt <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hardy Sting yeah. promo. Yeah, it Ugh. just uh, you know it was it was a step step back from from whatever it was. So to me, kind of the I would say the the beach brawl was uh, a bit of a beach bust. Yeah, <laughs> it's as Very, I was saying yeah. last week. You can tell when the show is good because it just moves along, and you it, mm-hmm. you don't even realize that two hours just flew by like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, so we're kind of I think we're in the the C range then for for tonight's episode. Yeah. Uh, Elio, if if people wanted to comment, if they agree with us, if they disagree with us, if there's other thoughts or they want to write in, where would they uh, where would they get a hold of us? Where would they contact us? So you would write in on Facebook at Wrestling POV Podcast, Instagram Wrestling POV One, and Twitter at Wrestling POV. Very good. Uh, Mr. Tony Diaz, as you are uh, one of the forefathers of the Wrestling POV Network, uh, we are just but one of many humble shows on the network. By chance, good sir, could you please, please uh, illuminate us with all the rest of the shows on the WPOV Network? Well, of course, there's this one here, Wrestling POV Global, that plays out every Friday. And on Saturdays, you got Wrestling POV, where we cover everything WWE and NXT. Um, Of course, with Rick Saran III and Elio the Hitman, Canela. 
I think that's a, I think I like that name for him. But uh, I, I'm just chuckling because this is the first time in a while that we've had the introduction for Elio for the Saturday show, and there's and there's no TJ bashing him and calling him a traitor. <laughs> well, we're all in this together. Of course, you know, we're all in this together. Of when course, one man is down, another guy steps up. So, uh, but yeah, but we have that, and then of course we have wrestling POV quarantine, uh, right. which is the uh, video portion of the show where. We bring in a bunch of guys. You guys bring in a lot of guys. Uh, we're, we're becoming a hot place to uh, come and visit. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. D'Lo Brown, uh, Bruce Hart. Savio uh, Vega. Savio Bushwhacker Vega, Luke. Bushwhacker Luke. God, you We've got, uh, we got Madman, you know, uh, legendary deathmatch fighter extraordinaire. Madman Pondo is going to be coming up. Nice. Yeah, well, there's, it's, it goes Angel on and Medina. on. Yeah, the, the new Eureka Baldy from uh, ECW. Yeah. The from the Baldies. Yeah. Yeah. To, yeah. Uh, his one of the guys that used to actually wrestle with uh, myself and a bunch of guys in the indie leagues with Tony DeVito. There you go. Yeah. He actually brought oh. up, uh, he brought up uh, DeVito too. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. Cool. But yeah. Uh, yeah. A good episode. Definitely worth checking out. Absolutely. There's that. And then there's wrestling POV aftermath where we cover the show uh, pay-per-views every pay-per-view we cover it right after and put it out there right away so you guys can hear our thoughts and opinions of that pay-per-view um yeah we're pretty stacked we're pretty we stacked and, and don't forget with those aftermath shows uh if you're into uh into games and if you're into uh being a know-it-all then you need to take part in the wpov pay-per-view points game yes Yes, we have that too. And, and uh, of course, the reason I came in second place. Damn it. I know. Uh, Andy, you, you lost your title. <laughs> you lost your title. No, so no first title defense. Ain't that a shame? No, but, no I, I, that was a, I pulled an early Sasha Banks. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus. <laughs> what, what a done. But you know what's good, though, that we can talk about this? Because if Rick Serrano was on here, he would oh, talk about that he's the first ever three-time, first ever <laughs> visitor. So, let's, let's not go there. <laughs> yeah, no, no. At times like that, that's one of the few times I almost, I almost would rather have Miguel Cole on the show than Rick Serrano III. Almost. I'd still rather have Rick, but not by much. Yeah. But, I mean, it's cool. It's a cool game to play because uh, yes. you know, right now we're playing just for bragging rights uh once there's people in the uh fans in the audience for these live for these shows uh, we're going to go back to giving away prizes um i think we're still going to do the custom belt and um and of course there's last place too which is the rick serrano the turd award yeah if you're in last place and you play the game sloppy like a lot of people do because they max yeah. out their bets and they don't realize <laughs> that if you get it, you get the points. But if you lose, you lose those points and you can wind up in a negative. Um, you can be in last place and be awarded the Rick Serrano of the Turd Award where yeah. your face gets put in a emoji poop. And yeah. <laughs> so you hold that title until the next pay-per-view. Uh, it's not a fun title to have. I don't think I've ever been on it. Um, I do pretty well with these games, but uh, yeah, good. it's a lot of fun. Hopefully when we get fans back in the, in the ring, we can start giving away the prizes like we used to. So right. yeah, we're all right. stacked, man. Stacked. This is, we're, we're, this is where the place to be. When you want your podcast on everything, uh, even if WWE is not your thing, Listen to WPOV Global with these guys. They'll yeah. hook you up with AEW. We'll take they'll hook you up with New yeah. Japan. They'll hook you up with NXT UK. They'll, they'll just hook you up. 
But if you want the WWE only stuff, then that's on us on Saturdays. And, you know, we we, we all have a good time. I always have a good time doing these shows. So you guys are like, especially for the times that's not, you guys are like the Saturday night's main event. (laughs) Damn. Wait, is that a good thing? (laughs) I'm saying, is it a good thing? Because you guys are on Saturdays. It's the main event. It's the best thing going on on a Saturday evening for wrestling podcasts. I missed that when I was a kid. That was it. Wrestling every Saturday was wrestling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With the the cage match, with the blue bars. Yeah, the blue bars and all the skits and all the fun stuff they used to do backstage. Man, it was was good times. Elio, is, is there anything else we need to cover before we go? I uh, believe uh, we there was something about t-shirts. T-shirts. <laughs> oh, t-shirts. Well, Elio, I'm glad <laughs> you brought you that up. WPOV fans, if you're looking to look stylish, if you want to look good, if you want to look better than pretty Peter Avalon, that doesn't actually take too much. Never mind. (laughs) What you need is your very own wrestling POV t-shirt. That's right, wrestling fans. For the low, low price of $19.95, you too could wear one of four. Count them. One, two, three, four different unique designs. You know what? Don't just buy one. Don't just buy two. Don't stop at three. Buy all four t-shirts. Go to prowrestlingtees.com backslash wrestling POV and get your very own wrestling POV t-shirt today. That's right. And and there's a special too. If you buy three wrestling POV t-shirts, just buy the fourth one for the same price. So there you go. (laughs) You're almost there. You're almost, you may, yeah, you know what? For the low, low price of almost $80, you yeah. could own four quality styling T-shirts representing cool. your first, second, third, fourth favorite wrestling podcast. Yeah, so if you buy three T-shirts, you get the fourth T-shirts for 20 bucks. There you go. Can't beat that. I can't beat you know that. You know what? No, no, you know what? Not even that. We got sli- to slash that. You're saying 20 bucks. I'm telling you, Tony Diaz, if someone buys three of our shirts in one shot, they buy the fourth one, we give it to them for $19.95. That's even a better deal. The hell you, with you know $20. What? And the thing of it is, you guys heard it first right here. Just did Absolutely. It. That's how we roll. That's how we roll That's in the Shire. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we roll. Speaking of rolling, I think it's time for us to roll out. Our time here yes. may just be, uh, be up. But I want to thank uh, Mr. Tony Diaz for yeah, joining us tonight. Fun. Yes, always a pleasure. Uh, Elio, again, the uh, the mastermind behind this all, the power of mute. Thankfully, <laughs> I thought we might be getting close with uh, some of the uh, the James Mitchell talk there. But, uh, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, oh, my God, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was in the back That's of close. my head. That's close. But, uh, yeah, I, so I, I could have been like, I'll clear this room right now. <laughs> <laughs> that may be a future I think we joined with that may be a future t-shirt a wrestling POV t-shirt I'm going to clear this room yeah. <laughs> alright well wrestling fans uh, global fans thank you for tuning in thank you for listening to our show uh, you know like subscribe review all that good stuff to uh, wrestling yeah. POV global to, uh, to all the shows Thank you for listening. We'll we'll uh, we'll catch you again down the road very very soon. Uh, I am the Lone Wolf, Andy Anderson, and uh, for Tony Diaz, Elio Canella. Please tell the people uh, what you usually tell. All right, fans. We will talk to you all next week.